So, I'm in my room right now. I'm recording this on my phone. So, basically, um, one of the things I, like, you know, figured out and happened this, you know, past, like, school year. Like, I don't know, when was it? Around, like, in maybe, like, September or something around that time. I don't remember. But it was early on in the school year. Um, I've been bugging my mom to take me to the psychiatrist for the longest time. Because I'm pretty sure I had, like, ADHD. So, um, I brought that up during a, like, yearly checkup. And then they, like, recommended me, or, like, whatever, what is it called? Um, I forgot the word's called. To this other place, and then I got there, and then I got my diagnosis. Um, because for a while, I've just kind of been, like, speculating on it, because, um, I didn't know what, like, it was. Um, and it took me a while to, like, you know, figure out that it could be, like, ADHD, and because you know I matched all the symptoms but then again like I was like maybe I'm like over analyzing things and you know maybe I'm just going like crazy and it's just you know like um like it's just like me doing this all to myself and I'm just in my head and all that stuff but I finally got that, and, um, you know, this is not, like, a story about, like, you know, how I got, like, my ADHD diagnosis, because, honestly, it's not really that interesting, and it's not really a long story, so I, I got it, and, um, I'm still, you know, like, in the trial stage of, like, experimenting with, like, what medicines work and stuff like that, so... Basically, um, and all that, and through that, I've been, like, learning more about, like, ADHD, and I just, I guess, want to talk about that in this episode, because, I don't know, I feel like, you know, like, it's, you know, we hear it a lot everywhere, like, you know, we hear, you know, ADHD, and we, like, hear it a lot, but no one really knows what it is, like, people have, like, a, like, really, really, like, generalized understanding of it, and it's like, oh, you can't focus, it's like the whole OCD thing, like, people are like, oh my god, like, I need this to be here, you know, it's like my OCD or whatever, like, but that's not, like, actually what OCD is or whatever, it's just, like, a really generalized statement, like, really, really generalized, not even generalized, it's, like, not even the tip of the iceberg, it's the tip of the tip of the iceberg, (laughs) But yeah, same thing with ADHD. Um, like sixty percent of people like you have it, and um, you know it's it's really common and it's also like one of the most you know, like researched things out there. But saying that ADHD is just like the inability to focus is just not true. So. Within ADHD, there's different types of ADHD. 
there's like a more external one where it's you know like lashing out in like anger and you know being like disruptive in class and all that stuff so you know um and then there's a more like internal one where it's more in your head you're kind of like spacing out you know both of them are like caused by like you know not able to focus as well and it's just more like in your head stuff and then the third one is just like a mix of both and a lot of people diagnosed with ADHD are mostly men because um, men mostly exhibit that first one where it's like the external thing and like being disruptive and being like hyperactive and crazy or whatever and the like women are mostly to have like you know the internal one but it's not because you know like because you know men are just born to like further ADHD to act like that and women are just like that because you know gender is like a social construct it's just it's not because of like what's in their, like, their, you know, gender is a social construct, so it's not that what's, like, causing it to happen or whatever, it's the way that, you know, it's because, you know, gender is a social construct, so because, you know, women are not supposed to be, like, outspoken and crazy, and they're supposed to be, like, you know, more, like, composed and all that stuff and men you know um they're like encouraged to be like you know active and and stuff like that and if they like show any emotion it can only be like you know like anger or something like that because that's really manly emotion or whatever so that's why it develops in the way they do um I have, like, the mix of both, um, and it's, yeah, it's all, like, on the way, like, you develop, not because you're, like, kind of just born with it, and, you know, it makes sense, I guess, because, yeah, I am a guy, but it's, um, also gay so that's not gonna like I'm not like your typical man that you know when we think of men and whatever you know we think like cis straight men and I am a cis man but I am not a straight man and that is why, you know, I, it makes sense that I have, like, a mix of both or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm, like, hyperactive and all that stuff, but then I'm very much in my head. Because, yeah. Um, I, I guess, you know, that whole stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, figure out a way to explain it. So, yeah, like the the 
external part comes from like yeah just me being a man and all that stuff but then again like you know I didn't really follow gender rules as like a kid when I was younger um and I felt like I always you know had to like like play by different rules because I was gay but I didn't know that I was gay like when I was a kid but I knew something was off and whatever was off made me like unlike other like boys and people didn't like that that's all I really knew from it but I didn't know what like gay was so yeah I guess that's like my best attempt at an explanation (laughs) anyways um because of those things men are mostly you know typically you know diagnosed with ADHD and all that other stuff and women get like you know under diagnosis um because it's internally so you know you can't tell and because you know this like because it's internally and they're not like women aren't like you know like um acting you know like crazy or whatever like bouncing off the walls they're like thought to be you know like neurotypical so they get um so there's a lot of women who have it but just don't know they would have it you know like more than men would and then there's like also some men like a you know population of men who are like over diagnosed or whatever like misdiagnosed or whatever and taught to have it but even though they don't and it's just might be something else like anger issues or whatever not ADHD um yeah um, yeah, it's crazy, because it's a really, like, well-researched, you know, like, mental disorder, but it's the way when you say, like, ADHD, people don't really understand what it means, and ADHD isn't just, you know, an ability to focus, but it's it's very much tied to your, like, emotions and just the way your brain works. So when you, like, procrastinate and put something off, like, for very long because you have, like, an intense feeling and that intense feeling is making you think it's going to take super long is part of it you think a lot all the time like all the time and you have like bad working memory like you know you'll use something like let's say you like an example I guess for me would be like you know I would grab like scissors or something from the like 
kitchen drawers to like cut a tag off a shirt and then I would do like then like while walking to my room or whatever I see that there was something on the floor that I had to like clean up something that fell or whatever so now I'm cleaning that up and and I picked up the I so I picked up the mess from the floor and then you know I forgot what I was doing or something or maybe you know I went and cut the tag off and then you know saw the mess on the floor and put the scissors off to like the side somewhere and then cleaned the mess up and then went on with my day or whatever until later on that I realized um that you know when I'm like trying to look for the scissors or whatever or like or like later on in the day for something else I'll be like you know they were right here and then I'll remember oh it's because they left them on the bed you know like working memory like that you know like forgetting where you left your keys at your phone at and stuff like that and the way it gets you to it makes it really hard to accomplish tasks because the way you you have to accomplish things it's either has to be like three things it has to be like you know something that you're interested it has to be interesting um like new or challenging or there has to be like a time crunch and that gives us you know the energy needed to complete that task and like having ADHD it's like the it's like you have like a lack of dopamine in your brain um dopamine you know it's a thing that makes you like happy and feel good whatever feelings and you get that anytime you um get like do something good get a reward or something you know you get dopamine feelings so um, the thing is is like your brain is lacking the feel good chemicals to do stuff because to do stuff you need you need to like you know feel good and you don't have like enough like dopamine to get like get things done and so when you (laughs) it's like when you have to do an assignment or like a project or whatever you can't get started on it because You know, you don't have, like, dopamine there. But if you have a project and it's due, um, like, in by the next day or whatever, you're going to start doing it because you have, like, um, your body, like, or, like, your brain kicks into, like, you know, like, danger mode. Because, you know, if you get, like, If you don't do it now and you get, like, a really bad grade, it's going to, like, tank your grade. And that, like, pressure to, you know, not get a bad grade is going to, like, put your brain in, like, danger mode and get a lot of dopamine. It's like the mind's response. It's like the mind's version of the, you know, like, in movies or whatever. Or, like, not movies, but just, like, I guess applied to life but you know we see it in movies you know where um people will get into like really like bad accidents or whatever but will like still keep going like if they even if they like they're like bleeding or something because the adrenaline is kicking in and that's what's letting them you know 
not feel as or like kind of giving like them the 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 adrenaline is like stopping the pain from hurting that much so that's why they're able to do what they're able to do so it's it's kind of like that for it's like the body's version of that or whatever you know what I mean it's kind of like that so you know your mind going into that like danger mode it starts sending dopamine so um so that thing won't like feel I guess as bad or whatever or like sending it there so you know you you'll get that done or whatever because you know like in your body's response when it sends like adrenaline it's doing that so it can keep you like alive because then it and if it wasn't you know it would hurt a lot more and you could like die but you know the adrenaline lets you like live or like live it out for a lot longer (laughs) same thing like that so you know it puts your like mind in like that kind of danger mode and it starts sending dopamine and suddenly you start doing the project and you know when people think of like ADHD and everything people like think that it's kind of like lazy or like ADHD is like just some sort of excuse to just be lazy and like procrastinate and all that other stuff but it's not laziness it's just you know ADHD and yeah it can just be hard but you just gotta learn to like I guess be okay with that yeah and when you know I finally got um my diagnosis because you know like I had a feeling that you know like I had it after looking into it I you know showed a lot of symptoms of it and you know getting the diagnosis was just like a relief for me because it's just like You know, like, I had to, like, get that off, like, my chest or whatever. Because, you know, for, like, a while, like, a good long while, I was just feeling like I was, like, a failure or something. Or, like, just bad at everything. Because... Like, sometimes for band, um, I would forget my, like, instrument or, like, my music. Or sometimes for, like, my other classes, I would, like, forget my pencil or I would forget where I would put it in an assignment. And it's, you know, it's not, you know, and you know, my teachers and stuff like that would see it like, oh my god, like, you need to be more responsible, like, you know, you can't be doing this kind of stuff or whatever, but it's not that, like, 
you know, I wasn't being like, it's not, that was not like me not being responsible and not, you know, like taking responsibility because I don't care for the class. It's just, that's just how my brain was. And I couldn't remember where things were because I don't have a good working memory. And I, I just getting, you know, like finally getting that diagnosis was just like a big relief to know that it wasn't just like all in my head and that, you know, all these feelings that I've like, and all this like self-doubt that's was like accumulating and the things that like, you know, you know, like my teachers or like other adults in my life has said to me, it just makes me, you know, like it gives an explanation to all those times where I would like forget an assignment or do something like last minute or not like pay attention well in class because my mind was too like fast thinking about like a bunch of other different possibilities of something else or something else going on in the classroom and stuff like that and you know it's you know it's a relief well <laughs> and the whole thing of like you know an ability to focus it's you know ADHD isn't just like it isn't the inability to focus just because you know that it's because the inability to focus is caused by you know the three things I said so like if you find something else that's interesting or whatever or something you know like um your mind will like want to focus on that interesting thing or whatever like an example would be sometimes when I would be like doing homework I wouldn't be able to do my homework because people would be like talking nearby and my homework was boring and people talking was a lot more interesting than my homework so even though I was trying to do my homework because you know that's what I'm supposed to be doing my mind would like focus on the conversation people were having and not my homework because it found it more interesting And that's the explanation to, you know, the inability to focus. It's not that we're just, like, unable to focus. It's just the un the inability to focus is caused by, you know, that. And, yeah, there's, like, a lot, you know, more to, like, come with everything but I'm still like learning to deal with it and still in the very like beginning stages of you know understanding what it is and you know I have to like live completely 
different than, you know, I guess like neurotypical people would live and work and all that stuff. Because, you know, my brain just doesn't work like theirs. And when, you know, it was it was relieving to, like, get the diagnosis. But, like, after a while when I was processing, you know, like, things and, you know, still, like, in the trials of, like, medication and finding out what works, it's just, like, you know, it would be frustrating sometimes having to do things a different way than neurotypical people because I'm new to things and I've been doing things like in my whole life like a neurotypical person would and my brain just doesn't work that way so it was a lot harder for me than for other people and I really felt that for a long time you know you know because I was like you know a gifted kid or whatever but I also have like ADHD so you know I'm told I'm gifted but you know with among all these other gifted kids it felt like I was you know not really gifted like you know I'm just slightly above average and you know well it's because you know I was trying to do things in a neurotypical way when I wasn't neurotypical and you know doing you know tasks and stuff like that and you know living life you know like doing an assignment for like neurotypical people with like or doing like some certain assignment would you know like I guess putting this into an example would be like you know it would take them like you know some amount like of energy let's say it would take them like you know a big assignment like an essay a project or whatever it would take them like 15% of their energy or whatever while for me it would take me like 50% of my energy <laughs> and it was all because I was trying to do it in a neurotypical way and I'm trying to figure out you know like what works for me and you know watching like videos and stuff like that about how people like manage their ADHD and it's different for everyone because it's not just, you know, you have ADHD or you don't have ADHD. It's like a spectrum. It's like, it can range from like low to like mild to like really severe. And I just have it really severely. So it's going to be different the way that people handle theirs, depending on, you know, like they where they fall in that you know spectrum and sometimes it just gets so frustrating because i'm trying to learn how to like do things in a better way for me like because even when i do get like you know a medication that's gonna work for me that's not gonna be enough for you know, like, taking a pill doesn't magically make me, like, neurotypical. It's, I'm still gonna have ADHD. It's just gonna, like, calm it down and help me. But it's not gonna, like, cure me. It's not gonna, it's not like some miracle pill. 
So, yeah, and I'm hard because, you know, I'm trying to figure out new ways to do things and it's frustrating sometimes and I just sucks because like you know like (laughs) I have to like live like this and figure out how to do things and I know that it'll get better with time but I just in the moment in the now I feel bad (laughs) because I'm still not able to like to get things done or like you know be as um what is what's the word like progressive or or, or, you know, get as much done as, like, other people with, like, ADHD or other just just people, like, yeah, because they have it figured out and I'm still in the process, but it's just sad. It's, like, yeah, it was a relief getting the diagnosis, but, like, you know, also, it's it was, like, grief, you know? I was, like mourning myself you know I was like mourning the person who I thought I was or I guess I was like more like mourning the the um, the life you know before Because being and trying to do something new is just, you know, always going to be like a scary, nervous feeling. And I know I'll get, you know, through this and, you know, by the time, you know, maybe by like the end of the year, you know, like by the end of like the this season or or maybe when we get to like season three, you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'll, I'll be like saying, oh yeah, like, you know, it's crazy to like to say that back in like season two, I was like season two episode, like three, I was like saying like all this stuff and, you know, saying it was hard for me and all this stuff and you know like look at me now now I'm doing amazing and now I'm able to to you know do all these things and like get my stuff done and you know like live life and life is better than ever and all this other stuff but it's just you know like I trust myself and I know that's gonna happen it's just you know sad and frustrating and depressing because because you know it's in the large grand scheme of things it's going to be good but that's in the large grand scheme of things in the you know like reality like in the moment in the now is where you know I have to get through the hard part before you know I see the other side and get to the good stuff and it's just, you know, frustrating because it's the hard part and it's going to be frustrating and it's going to be mad and I'm going to get sad and feel all these, like, negative emotions. 
And yeah. And it's, you know, okay, I guess. It's okay. I think people, you know, a lot of times try, you know, when they're feeling bad, they try and, like, not feel bad. And that's, you know, kind of like the the thing we strive for, I guess, regularly is to, like, not feel bad. But, you know, we need to feel bad. You know, like, yeah, I know that things in the grand scheme of things and things in the future, things are going to get, like, better for me. But that just because things are going to get better for me and I know that things are going to get better for me, that doesn't mean I'm not allowed to feel bad right now when things are bad. You know, it's not like that I don't have any hope in myself or any faith. I do and you know you know i'm like saying it right now i know that things are gonna get better because i trust myself and you know like i'm a bad bitch i'm gonna get better but i can also be sad without having you know to feel guilty about being sad or mad I don't have to feel good all the time. Because part of, you know, being like just a regular human is just feeling. And, you know, right now it's like, you know, the hard part where I have to, like, get used to this and, you know, like, mourning the person or, like, the life that I, like, thought I had or, like, was living and, you know, do that. And, you know, this is the hard part and I I feel bad right now and (laughs) I feel like I want to cry, but, well... There's no buts. I, I, I just feel like that. And that's okay. Because I'm allowed to feel bad without feeling like I have to feel good. Because I don't have to feel good all the time. kind of just, you know, like listening to this silence a bit, it's comforting, and it feels like, you know, I give a space to feel, to take a breath. just 
listen to yourself. It's nice. It's calming. But yeah, those are just some a few like misconceptions, I guess. Well, they are misconceptions about like ADHD. And you know, like currently I'm trying to get like accommodations for it at my college and I just recently started getting it right now, like, you know, going into the second semester. Um, when I should have gotten it since the first semester, but I haven't, you know, part of that was just like, you know, I have like, you know, part of it, it just felt like, you know, felt like it was like scary because, you know, I'm I'm not going to be like other students or whatever. And then part of it, like, you know, feels you know, part of me, like, felt guilty because I feel like I didn't deserve it, you know, like, deserve getting accommodations, I feel like it was cheating, or, you know, like, I was thinking, like, the easy way out, you know, when it isn't, but I just feel that way, and then another part of me was, you know, having to go through all that process and all that other stuff, It was like an intense feeling and I felt like it was going to take super long even though it isn't. And that is just a mess. Another thing about like, you know, having ADHD that I didn't, I guess, explain. I only brought it up a little bit. It's that it's tied to your emotions. So, you know, all of like you know your emotions um one thing is like rejection sensitivity so you're like it's what what it is sensitive to rejection so when rejection happens you not like neurotypical people when they get rejection you know they just get the bad feeling that comes along with rejection but with ADHD you get the bad feeling that comes with rejection, you get, it's like self-doubt, and then, it's kind of like you just start thinking about yourself so negatively that, like, you know, things keep adding on, so you get the bad feeling about rejection, you feel, like, self-doubt starts creeping in, so, like, you know, it feels like, oh, probably, like, like, you did something wrong, or, so that feeling comes along, and then, you know, like, feeling of, like, failure, and, like, you know, you're a failure, and all that stuff, and it just keeps adding up. And it makes it bad. And I find myself doing this a lot. Like sometimes I'll be texting like a friend. 
and, um, like, they won't text me back, like, fast enough or whatever, and I'll be like, oh my god, they didn't text me as fast as they did the last time they sent their, like, text, they texted me, like, you know, like, 20 minutes longer, like, later, or whatever, instead of, like, right away, and, you know, instead of, like, you know, just leaving it as that, just, like, leaving it as it is, I'll start to, like, overthink and be, like, oh, well, it's maybe because, you know, like, they didn't like me, or they're getting bored of, like, the conversation, and they don't want to talk to me anymore, but they don't want to tell me that they don't want to talk to me anymore, because they don't want to be rude, so they're not saying it up to my face, but they're, like, for sure thinking it, even when in reality, it's, you know, just that they sent me a text, like, 20 minutes, like, later, um, uh, like, the thing that I do, like, to stop myself from, like, not stop myself, but to, like, help myself from feeling, you know, bad because of that is I start, you know, like, rejecting what I think, like, like, when the feeling comes up of, like, oh, maybe it's because they're getting more to the conversation and they don't like me, but they don't want to tell me that, like, I'll be like, no, that's a lie, you're just doing it to yourself and just tricking yourself, you know, they're probably, like, we're in the bathroom taking, like, a really, like, long shit or something, <laughs> and, and replace it with, like, you know, a logical explanation, and even if you don't believe it, just try to believe it. Um, another thing that happens is, like, you know, we don't really have a good sense of time. And time is more, like, attached to our emotions. So... Doing a task that, like, taking out the trash or something, that might take, like, five minutes or something, but we'll avoid it and put it off until later on because we don't like doing the trash and it's, like, boring and, you know, like, uninteresting and just not it. So... And it's just, like, an intense feeling of, like, like, that we don't want to do it because it's boring and all that other stuff. So, I won't do it because I'll be, like, oh, my God, like, that intense feeling will cause me to think that it'll take a long time. When in reality, it only takes, like, five minutes instead of, like, the 15 minutes that that intense feeling is making it seem like like we measure time and emotions than minutes so you know taking out the trash is a big emotion while playing video games or scrolling through tiktok is a smaller emotion um you know a less intense more good feeling emotion so I'll do that 
even though I'll end up scrolling or like playing video games for like two or three hours when this could have been done super quickly, but it's not done, but I don't do it because, you know, it's a small emotion compared to taking out the trash, which is a bigger emotion. And obviously, I'm going to do the smaller one instead of the bigger one, because the bigger one involves, you know, more time or whatever. But in reality, you know, it only takes five minutes compared to like three hours of playing or like scrolling through TikTok or playing video games. And that's the way, you know, that's a little bit like, you know, how the mind works. Yeah, I just, I I feel like I have, like, other things to say, but I just think I'm kind of tired right now. And I think part of me just wants to talk and talk just to fill out, you know, make it, like, 60 minutes. But I keep, you know, I don't have to make it 60 minutes if I don't want to. Ugh. I keep making myself feel like I I owe stuff to people or like I'm guilty because I'm not giving I'm not like owing stuff to people even though when they're not expecting it or like thinking that you know or, or like expecting me to like owe something to them and your stuff doing that anyways so yeah I just wanted to talk about those misconceptions about ADHD and kind of just like let you in on that I felt like, honestly, I felt like that was a bad intro, but I was, like, trying my best. And that's it. (laughs) There's really not much more to say. I'll talk about this later on, but that's kind of all just for now.